Hello there, my name is Sister Catherine Herms, and welcome to this reflection on the challenge and the cost of responding to Jesus, part of our series on listening to the Word of God. Whenever we come together to listen to the Word of God, we are entering into a great adventure. Our hearts want more than information or moral instruction. We want more than just to feel God's presence. What we really want with all our soul, even if we can't put words to it, is this possibility of opening ourselves up to God's transformative action, to this possibility of being made new creatures in Christ, of letting the old go and, and allowing Christ to be formed in us. So let's begin the reading from the Gospel of Luke chapter 13. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, when you see clouds beginning to form in the west, you say, here comes a shower, and you are right. When the south wind blows, you say, today will be a scorcher, and it is. You fools, you know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times. In the seventh grade, I did my first large paper. And the topic was how to predict the weather. And to this day, I can recall how to forecast the weather from simple observation. Before the days when we could switch on the morning news to find out the weather or check a weather app, our ancestors used their senses. For example, the leaves of maple and oak trees react to the sudden increase in humidity prior to heavy rain, and they often turn upward. When the wind is switching back and forth, leading clouds to move in different directions across the sky, we can be sure that weather changes are on the way. And of course, we all know the rhyme, red sky at night, sailors delight, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. Despite the fact that we often bemoan how inaccurate the weather reports can be, we still check the weather regularly and make our decisions about travel and clothing accordingly. In this gospel, Jesus spoke some direct and challenging words to the crowds. You know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky. Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Was Jesus trying to shake up the crowd so that they would learn more and think about things more clearly? Even though I remember some of that science paper from seventh grade, I am famous for going out ill-prepared for the weather. I forget to bring an umbrella. I put on a sweater instead of a coat, and you get the idea. Is this because I don't have any idea how to look out the window or check an app or find the 10-day weather forecast online? I know how to do all these things. I'm just scatterbrained when it comes to the weather. Jesus, in the same way, didn't diagnose the crowds as not understanding what was happening in the present time. It's not that the people couldn't figure out that Jesus was the Messiah, that all the prophecies pointed to him, that he spoke with an authority that even the religious leaders around them didn't have. Instead, Jesus called them hypocrites. We, we call someone a hypocrite who knows what is right or true, but lives in denial of what they know to be right and true. Jesus was saying to them that just as they could interpret the signs of the earth and sky and forecast the weather, they did understand 
that he had come from God, so much so that the leaders determined very quickly they needed to kill him. They understood, but they were not willing to acknowledge and to accept that he had been sent by God. To accept Jesus as the Messiah, to sit at his feet as Mary, to follow him closely as the Twelve, to be personally transformed by his parables and teachings and invitations to conversion like Zacchaeus would change them forever. And it was this that they could not accept. There is certainly not much damage that will happen from walking in the rain without an umbrella or getting chilly because I didn't check in advance how cold it really was outside. More serious, however, is not living what I know acting on what I believe, and choosing what has been chosen by God for me. The rest of this gospel reading clearly lays out the risk of hypocrisy, of being too lazy to care about living the gospel, of being too absorbed with the things of this earth, that the Lord takes second place in our interests and in our love. I don't believe Jesus spoke these words to the crowd with harshness or anger. The heart of the Master was too great. His love for them and for us is a love that led him eventually to the cross for our salvation. I hear in his words a determined effort to make them see what is right before their eyes. How many times Jesus has to shake us up to remind us of what we know, and then prod us forward to accept what he's revealing to us, that we might allow our life to be changed. Jesus, I commit my entire self to you, every moment of my life, every breath, every thought, every desire, every word, every action. Break through my ignorance my blindness, my unwillingness, attract me so strongly to yourself that in a short time, I will find myself renewed, created anew, and transformed in surprising ways. Amen. God bless you. Myself renewed, created anew, and transformed in surprising ways. Amen. God bless you.